Welcome to the Faith to Achieve podcast, where faith plus works equals achievement. This podcast is all about inspiring you to put aside fear and doubt so you can live the abundant life you were created to live and bless others in the process. Here's your host. He's an entrepreneur, noted financial expert, author, blogger, top peak performance strategist, and most importantly, a child of God, Ralph Irvin. Hello, everybody. This is Ralph with Faith to Achieve. Thanks so much for tuning in. And this is a special message for me, uh, something that I've thought about recording for a while. I wasn't 100% sure I was going to do it, but I decided just to go for it and to give you a little window into one of the most important areas of my life, which is my faith in God. And this message is entitled, Why I Decided to Walk with God. So just to give you a little bit of background, I was raised in a Christian home and my parents were lots of fun, but um, you know, very firm on the fact that on Sunday you went to church. Now, when I grew up, my church didn't have a Wednesday night service and some of the other services that you, you, you see now in ministries, but um, Sunday morning was serious. Sunday school was at 9.30 and the morning worship service was at 11 a.m. and ran until about 12.45 or 1 o'clock. And this is the way I was raised from as long as I can remember. Uh, there's pictures of me probably no older than two or three years old running around the church or all over the pews just acting crazy <laughs> doing what kids do so church has always been a big part of my life not always by choice but it's been a big part of my life nonetheless and there was a point in my life when I didn't understand why I had to go to church you know, friends of mine on the street that when I come home from church they'd be out riding their bikes or having fun or doing different things and I'm like why do I have to put on a suit and go to church you know, they're not going to church why do we have to go you know all those typical things that kids do uh, further I was raised in a Christian school uh, from first to seventh grade I went to a, a, a Christian school had to wear uniforms that was another sore spot for me where my friends got to wear sneakers and whatever they wanted jeans etc and I had to wear a uniform my, you had to have a certain haircut. There were standards for that, even though my hair never got long enough for it to matter. But um, there were, were high standards at this school, and you had to memorize Bible verses. Not only did you pledge to the American flag, you pledged to the Christian flag. You pledged, pledged to the Bible. You had chapel on Wednesday mornings, which I guess probably filled the gap of, of a Wednesday service that uh, I didn't have. Uh, as part of my church but on Wednesday mornings you went to chapel and there was a guest speaker and praise and worship songs and things of that sort so the older I got I'll say my teenage years I did what most teenagers do I started you know bucking up a little bit not thinking that I needed to go to church now I still went because my parents weren't having that for a moment but I did reach that point where I say, when I turn 18 or when I move out, I'm never going to church. I'm never doing this, never doing that. And for a while, that was true. When I graduated from high school and left for college and later joined the military, I was running around like a fool. I really showed my behind just to tell it the way it is. I partied, I drank, I two, three and fornicated. Uh, like every chance I got, I did everything that 
I was raised not to do. You know, it was almost as if I wrote a list of everything my parents wanted me to do and I decided to do the opposite. And I know I'm not the only one, but I have to be accountable for myself. Being stationed overseas, being 19 years old, 20 years old with a direct deposit every two weeks, living in the barracks, uh, in a foreign country, drinking age was, I don't even know what it was, but I know I was old enough, probably 16, 17, 18, somewhere in there, I'm not sure. I know what it's like to be driving down the Autobahn with no speed limit, you know, 120, as fast as my car would go, 120 miles an hour with a beer in one hand and a steering wheel in the other. Just doing everything that almost I could to thumb my nose at God, thumb my nose at my upbringing, to almost try, almost make an effort to invalidate all that people invested in me to see that this big head kid had a shot to be on the straight and narrow. I had both parents in the home. I wasn't a statistic where I was raised by a single mother. And shout out to all the single mothers out there because the job you do is just absolutely extraordinary. Uh, but that wasn't my reality. I had both parents in the home, uh, Christian parents that were married the whole time, uh, that died married. Um, you know, both passed on and you know loved each other to the end, and were active in serving in the church. So. You don't know what you don't know, and that's something that, as I'm a little bit older, I, I realized just how stupid I was. How I thought I had it all figured out, uh, but I didn't know a thing. I didn't know what I didn't know, and my level of my maturity, or my extraordinary immaturity, is really what showed that, what magnified that. But you know, life has a way of mopping the floor with you, of teaching you some lessons. You know, I had to go out and discover America, so to speak, and understand that life isn't just uh, worrying about what club we're going to tonight, or you know, trying to meet a girl, or do whatever. You know, all the crazy stuff that I did, drinking from sunup to sundown, and driving, and getting in fights, and all the just the, the silly stuff that I did that was not reflective of. A Christian home and the funny thing about it is that if somebody had said something about my mother or my father I'd have been ready to fight because I would have felt like you were disrespecting my parents but at the same time everything I was doing was disrespecting them more than anything anyone else could say so just another indication of just how dumb my thinking was and then it all seemed to turn almost spontaneously my walk with God was not a result, you know, people have their stories as to how they've come to Christ and why they decided to follow Christ. And I started asking questions in life. I wanted to understand why people lived certain ways versus the way other people lived. Why people seemed to have more peace, more joy, more stability in their lives than other people had. Those were questions that I started to ask myself as I got a little bit older. I did some soul searching, uh, quite literally. And the more that I asked the questions, the more that the answers led me back to the foundation I was raised with. So, you know, that was my reality. I started going to church. I started reading the Bible. I started investigating more. Hadn't totally given up the party life. There were times where I'd be in a club Saturday and in church Sunday, just, just being transparent with you. Uh, or you know, laid up with somebody I wasn't married to or had no business being with, 
um, and in some cases of somebody else's wife. Uh, just, just really poor things. But I could feel a bit of a shift taking place in my life to where, you know, after drinking and partying and running around and acting crazy, I just got bored with it. It was the same thing over and over again. The hangovers were getting more intense. I was finding myself in situations that were self-inflicted but very negative that could have cost me my life and over time I slowly felt myself making a change and that's really what led me to where I am today and the path that I still walk of you know trying to be more Christ-like and, and seeking truth and seeking knowledge and on the other side of this so to speak I notice more and more people looking for truth, people looking for understanding, people looking for revelation knowledge, people looking to find out why they're here, to understand, you know, I'd say the two most important days are when you were born and the day you find out why. Well, everyone knows when they were born, but still a lot of people don't know why. And the more, the closer that I grow in terms of my walk with God, the more it's illuminated to me just how hungry people are for truth. People are reaching for truth. People are begging for truth. They may not verbally or audibly say that, but they are. People are hungry to understand why they matter, to, to, to reconnect with their source, to experience restoration. And I believe that's why I've been called to create Faith to Achieve. Uh, I'm not a pastor, that's not my goal or my focus, although, you know, who knows where God leads, but that's not where I am at this point, that's not my goal. Uh, but my focus is to take Bible-based content and bring it to the masses in a way that's easily understood, that's not churchy, that's not looking down my nose and saying that, you know, I'm holier than you or, you know, you're going to hell or any of those heavy-handed tactics that people use. Um, as fear instruments rather than just showing love, which is what we were, we, we've been called to do, is to love people. Um, there's just such a hunger, there's just such a desire for people to reconnect with their source, and I believe to know God. So that's my story. I wasn't in jail and cutting deals with God and saying, you know, if you get me out of this one, I'll serve you or, you know, those types of things. And those are some people's story and that's totally fine. But my story was just experiencing life and just realizing how empty I felt doing the things that I was doing and how I was in a hole and I was digging and digging and digging. And the harder I worked, the harder I fought, the deeper I sank until I just drop the shovel and let God bring me back to the surface and then take me higher. So the reason that I share this is because if I'm gonna run a Bible-based platform, I think that everyone has a right to know what my story is, but more importantly, I would love for you to consider your story. You know, what's your story? What's your truth? What's your journey and what has it been like? Because there may be somebody out there who is going through something similar to what you went through in the past that you can inspire, that you can encourage. And you can make the word of God and the walk with God real to people. If people know that someone they know well had a certain journey that sounds familiar, that sounds relatable 
they're going to be much more likely to listen and, and reflect on their own lives as to uh, what that might mean to them and might mean for them. So uh, take some time to really think about your story, to document your story, whether you journal it or write it or whatever the case is, record it, totally up to you, and begin to share it with people because there but for the grace of God go I. And there are friends of mine that I grew up with that I'm still praying for to this day that they too will uh, examine themselves and uh, see if they be of the faith and, and give God a try. Just give them a try and it's, you know, like th that chip commercial, bet you can't eat just one. Well, I bet you can't try God and not want more and more and more because I'm as full now as I've ever been. I'm not perfect. Um, you know, rest assured that I'm not. I'm still, I still make mistakes, but uh, I'm learning, I'm trying, and I'm leaning on the everlasting arms. So if this message has been helpful to you, I hope it has. Uh, please share, please give us a like. Please leave some comments as to what your journey has been like. And, um, you know, let's just get real. Just get real. And I know that sounds cliche or like some celebrity psychologist, but let's just be real with people. That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for a story. They're not looking for people who raise hell Monday to Saturday and then, you know, put on the raincoat Sunday to look the part. They're looking for transparency. They're looking for truth. And I believe that people are closer than they might realize to finding that truth, but we're the ones that are supposed to let that light shine. Uh, and if we lift God up, he'll draw. So thanks again. This is Ralph with Faith to Achieve. Always remember that faith plus works equals achievement. I look forward to hearing and reading your stories, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Faith to Achieve podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.faith2achieve.com for podcasts, videos, and articles to help you live life to the fullest according to God's will for your life. Please feel free to share with a friend and always remember that faith plus works equals achievement. Thank you for listening.